0: Hi there, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. But today isn't about comic books, it's about movies. Every year, my friend Hannah and I attempt to watch the Oscar Best Picture nominations, and every year, she watches all of them, while I can't always make it through the list. So, now that I have this platform... And it's Oscar Sunday. We wanted to offer you a super special annual episode of Cameron Reed's Comics where Hannah ranks all of the best picture nominations and I help. The best picture nominations include The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Promising Young Woman, and Sound of Metal. Hannah is going to rank them and I'm going to help. Remember to go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics and make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons as well as leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes.
1: Hannah, welcome back to Cameron Hi. Reads Comics. This is actually not quite a Cameron Reads Comics episode because it, mm, it's kind of not at all. Not at all. But it is a CRC annual because we are students of pop culture mm-hmm. and you along with me. Well, no, just you. <laughs> so we always talked about this doing I always this is an episode I always wanted to do for the podcast if I ever had a podcast. And so now we have now I have my platform and, and this, here we are. This is how I want to use it. So, deal with that, everyone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this is also going to be a very fluid, loose episode. I really don't have any questions. But today, we are just going to be going over the Oscar Best Picture nominations. I had attempted to watch all of them, and I just fell incredibly short. This and podcast
2: h- is really just about me.
1: Today, yeah. So, today's episode, the, uh, this annual of Cameron Reed's Comics, is actually called Hannah Watches the Best Picture <laughs> nominations and ranks I like, them.
2: I hope people like hearing me, because... It's going to be a lot of me.
1: It's going to be you explaining to me your ranking and then I can chime in because I saw five out of the eight. So yeah,
2: you did. You did well.
1: You know, I tried my best, but then honestly, I don't. Did you try your best? I did. I don't know. Okay. Because I don't want to.
0: It's hard. It's hard.
1: The hardest part of this podcast I've realized in my experience is just like forcing myself to watch things that may or or read something that I don't if I'm not in the right mindset I don't to. I don't want to participate in the media if I am not in the right mindset because I want to do the service to this to these things and so I feel like this episode I wasn't going to be able to do the service and especially with like you know at the time of this recording I am recording weekly on top of that doing invincible reviews and um falcon winter soldier reviews so i'm like there's so much content i haven't even been able to watch game of thrones which has been my new thing right now
2: yeah in your defense i it's not like you had nothing to do but watch these movies for this episode like a lot of i mean we've recorded twice in the last yeah this is our third time in the last like two weeks exactly and that's just me alone that's not even on top of all your falcon and winter soldier and then all the other ones as well
1: yeah so it's been it's been i've uh, been very busy lately but like that's not to say i didn't try or like oh, also too and i went and i actually got in an argument about this <laughs> but i'm like i didn't think that this year's movies were that great and he was like you didn't even see any of them and i'm like well whoa whoa but i think compared to last year's slate which was way more up our alley which i yes, feel like if we it had, was if which we, did, we
2: agree on that
1: yeah if that had been our episode we both would have said that jojo rabbit was number one yep did any of movies come out which jojo
2: rabbit was on the 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 bottom side of most lists and most most podcasts that i listened to and like lists that i read of like um predictions and like people ranking it jojo was always at the end and i was like always so mind blown by that because as i've we've said i mean i think i've said it on the podcast before that it i don't usually put new new releases in my like favorite movies category.
1: I thought you meant for the for the best picture noms. No,
2: like, <laughs> just like in my my movie opinion in life, I don't yeah. normally put super new ones. I always end up liking something older or like more classic better, but Jojo was like right to the top like favorite movie of. All. Like I was so I was so obsessed with it. I watched it like 8 times. Yeah. Oh, and it's wow. only been out for like <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly though, <laughs> like
1: rewatchability is always a factor, but these are I guess uh, you know, most
2: of these are I would say are not super rewatchable from this year's.
1: Book. Yeah, exactly. I I can, In my only, opinion. I can only think of one that is my number one and it is yeah. rewatchable. Yeah. Um but anyways, okay, so let's just get let's get the ball going. Let's just give the people what they want. So, um Okay, Hannah, what is your, and if, whether or not I've seen it, I will contribute. And also, again, for the fans, these are not like what we think are the best. These are no. subjective, you know what I mean? These are our subjective. I really
2: actually don't know what I think is going to win. I think obviously a lot of the times you can, bi- you can, you can go off of like the Golden Globes and like the sags and like that kind of thing to like project what you think. Like, so No Nomadland would probably be most people's front runner because it did so well. Really? Um. No, Medlands not very high on my personal list. Okay, but that's yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll go
1: through it, and all again, it's it's subjective. It's just what we liked the most, which is us doing that. This is actually Hannah. Before we get into that, yeah. You- Cause this, I told you, it's gonna be a fluid episode. Yeah. Um. How long have you been doing this? How long? Cause you have been doing this at least. Trying to watch all the best pictures. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's been a staple at at least for the last four years minimum. Yeah,
2: I think I started trying to do it like five years ago, but I didn't. The first like two years, I didn't get through. I think there was there was always like one that I really just didn't want. Like you said, I just never wanted to see it, and so I didn't. Ever go to the theaters, and then like four or five years ago was when I started realizing that I really like going to the movie theaters by myself, and that was when it started getting like really easy for me to see them all because I was like, I loved, I loved like leaving work and not telling anybody that I was like done with work, and I would go to a movie instead of coming home, (laughs) and then I would come home like, "I just watched Three Billboards," was like one of the first ones I was like, "I'm gonna go see that by myself." Honestly, it was great. R.I.P. to Movie Pass because that that helped me out so much and it's
1: oh my gosh when i think when the world opens back up like i'm gonna incredibly and maybe if if, if the podcast or something ever monetizes and i can make it a write-off because mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. I, if i can i would gladly go get the amc stubs even like if amc is still a thing but like
2: yeah because i'm still like on their a-list like I'm still a member of the AMC ones yeah and I tried to go see the father in theaters like all last week but they were they were doing like one o'clock show times so I was like why well, and Monday through Friday was, yeah. I was like okay well I can't ever do those ones anyways the Oscars themselves have been like a staple holiday in my family growing mm-hmm. up since I was a kid like we always like there's all your holidays and then there was Oscar Sunday and it was like my aunt and uncle, like my we had like family that lived around the block from us yeah. and we would switch off every other year going to somebody's house and it was always a themed dinner like okay tonight we're doing like mexican food and everybody would bring this whole, it would be a whole style of like mexican food's the theme for the night and then like for the oscars <laughs> yeah and then the next year it was greek food and then the next year it was like chinese food and then the next it was like it was weird and we would do the ballots and then in high school i started like <laughs> this is so embarrassing <laughs> I I wore like my prom dress one time because I I was like I was on the red carpet oh my god but then I'm pretty sure I had like slippers on because I just wanted to be comfy while I was watching it classic I don't know so I like yeah I love I love I love the Oscars so that's why when you guys were like hating on it yesterday I was like getting defensive and then I was like whatever I get that that doesn't it doesn't hold like the sentimental value because now that family that i used to watch it with, they live in tennessee so i always think of them and i like call my aunt on easter or on easter sunday on oscar sunday and i'm always <laughs> hey,
1: equally as important <laughs> just kidding
2: <laughs> well, it depends on and like group. we talk about the oscars and the movies and stuff so like it's a it's a big like family yeah thing for me which is why i like it so much and then i started realizing like well i don't like watching Them, if I can't give like an honest opinion during Best Picture, like when a movie would win and I hadn't seen it, it's like not that fun. It's like, oh,
1: you're not, I don't know
2: that that means anything to me. So then I was like, I'm just gonna see them all,
1: Mm -hmm. and that's how it started. Okay, okay. Well, that's I just always think that's that's so interesting. That's super neat to just like watch that because it's always fun to hear your predictions. And like, I remember I've I don't think I've ever made it a so this this me not making it mm-hmm. in the award season because when you said you were doing that, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a I, I like movies, I'm a film guy. Let me yeah, go, let me go check it out. And so I remember you doing that, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I never have and made it to the end of doing any of them. So
2: I didn't make it last year because I didn't watch the Irishman, which is so funny. Like it was a, the only one I didn't watch, and that that one's on Netflix. But I know, but I was like, I can't do three hours. I just like couldn't see my, it. Just never. I don't know. I wish I had, but I also didn't really think it was going to win, so I was like I'm probably I'm probably not going to
1: miss that one. It's crazy. It's 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 insane, but I don't know, like anyways. Anyways, let's get into yeah, this sorry. year. So again, this is not a new revelation for me not to be able to see them all because I've never always been able to see them all, but that being said, I did watch some. If they were accessible to me and I didn't have to pay a buttload of money for them, I watched yeah. them. Um, so, Hannah, what is
2: your number eight? All right. Well, starting out with number eight is one you have seen. Okay. Mank.
1: I. That's no surprise to me. <laughs> as soon as she told me, she liked like it. And wait, the, and the fans know. Hannah, do you know who that's directed by? I do. It's...
2: <laughs> David Fincher. So it really all this is, it's full circle with it, us it here. It culminates. It <laughs> does. But it was so unlike a David Fincher film that I had Yeah. What well what I'm more familiar with him, like what his style typically is. Uh and I don't know. I I, I thought I was gonna love it actually. Like really? I, I was I was like, oh it's it's I love everybody who's in it. Mm-hmm. It's old Hollywood. Like all of that and I was like hyped and then I watched the first like hour and I was like I don't want to finish this movie like I was yeah. and I don't I honestly I was already so checked out. I thought it was so boring and then it took me like three more times to get all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't have a lot to say about it because I, I get, just it, I get. It. Um,
1: okay, so then there's some there's some standouts within that movie. Uh-huh. Number one, I think it's really important to note that it's. I don't think it's the original like team David Fincher would work with. I, I from my research going in, because if if you ever watch a movie with me, there's a ninety percent chance I always mm-hmm. have IMDb open just because mm-hmm. I have questions and that's how I take mm-hmm. in content. And so, yeah. um, you like David Fincher? I believe and fans, correct me if I'm wrong on the comments, whatever you do. I believe David Fincher um, had his father wrote that m- screenplay and he just adapted it. So I think it was mm. a love letter to his father. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know, how, are you familiar with Citizen Kane at all? Like a- any of no, that? No, not really. Okay. It's heralded as the greatest movie of all time, or at least that's what your film teacher uh-huh. will tell you it is. Yeah. I mean, I the-
2: knew that, that yeah. that's how a lot of people refer to it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, don't, I-, I don't know much.
1: I have it on DVD. I've seen it like once because I felt like I was supposed to, and then again, it was not yeah. very gripping. I've heard of Rosebud and da 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 da. So, yeah. um, it Orson—it was the Orson Welles story. And like, I guess my, right. my number one question about that movie to you would be like, how did you feel about Gary Oldman's performance? Was it mesmerizing? Was it mad? Did it fall flat for you? It's
2: okay. So that's the thing. I don't. When you have somebody like Gary Oldman. Who I'm almost positive he's won before, right? He's Uh, at least at least a best. He's definitely been nominated. No, he's definitely best. But I'm almost positive he's won something. But I just don't think that I've ever seen him be bad, like ever, ever, and not even like, like oh yeah, he's like a good actor. I mean, like he's one of the great actors, and so everything, Like I wasn't blown away with his performance only because he has set the bar so high for himself throughout his entire career that like this was a great performance, but it was like every other performance from him, which is great. And so it didn't stick out to me to be anything, especially then once I kept watching and then like I was looking at the list of best uh, people who are up for best actor and like there's two people who I just think. I, if I could rip the Oscar in half and split it between these two, I would. Yeah. Okay. So. And he's not one of them.
1: Yeah, and that and that's okay. You so. know. Also, like, if, even if these movies aren't our favorite movies, then they're good. I just looked it up because the power of technology. Yeah. He won for uh best best performance of an actor in a leading role, and he won that for Darkest Hour, playing Winston Churchill. Oh,
2: I, yeah. Duh. I knew that. Well, yeah. you know,
1: I'm sure you knew. But he also has two other nominees. Anyways, there we go. And so, okay, yeah. Hannah, that's there's Mank. <laughs> there's it's, Mank.
2: There's not a lot to say about that one. Not a lot to say.
1: I feel like this film's also pretty self-explanatory. Um,
2: David Fincher is um, nominated, though. Yeah,
1: all right. And, so, and if, if he hasn't know. had, you know, and, and in some ways, too, you'd look at someone's footprint on the industry, and it's like whether or not this film is the film that you think they should be deserved to win, mm-hmm. like the best actor, it's like hearsay because if he doesn't have one by now and maybe we'll look that up later if it...
2: well that's the thing too is I guess I'm and I'm not I'm not like knowledgeable enough in like what what qualifies somebody to be nominated for best director or just like what makes a good director but in my opinion if David Fincher was gonna win best director I don't know that I think this is the one
1: yeah but even so I mean like sometimes because I don't know and I'd have to look at the year, but I don't know if Leo's best performance that he's ever given was in The Revenant, but Definitely that's what not. won him the the Oscar right. for. And so it's like, I think sometimes those surrounding factors uh, are relevant in the decision. And so True. if this is that for him, so be it. Right. I think he's, he has had that coming for a long time anyways. Um, yeah, I agree. Okay. So next, what's your number seven pick?
2: Okay. Number seven is Promising Young Woman. <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh, I'm actually, after Hannah telling me
1: about Promising Young Woman. Did you think that was going to be my last one? Hearing it as number seven and not number eight, I'm surprised. I
2: wanted it to be number eight, and then I realized if I could barely finish Mank, but I had no problem finishing Promising Woman in one sitting, I feel like I have to put the latter on, or I have to put the first one as my, I just, I don't, and then I also, I listened (laughs) to um, a podcast with Allison Brie, who's in Promising Young Woman, and I listened to her talk about the movie, and she was talking to Justin Long about it. And that's my, one of my favorite podcasts right what, now. What's it called? Life is Short with Justin Long. All right, go it's check fa- that out. that's fabulous. Uh, but they were talking about the movie and listening to her talk about it and them talk about it and them kind of pick up on things that I probably missed because I was like, I really hate this. And I was already like, I, like, I didn't like it yeah. pretty quickly in. And so I probably wasn't doing my best to keep like a open mind during the rest of the movie. So they would say certain things, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess that's true. Basically, the issue that I had with the movie is I felt like the whole thing was just, like, too hateful for me. Like, it's kind of a revenge story, but it's not her revenge. She's, like, getting revenge on her friend's behalf, but the way that they go about it is just... I I didn't love the way that they portrayed men in it. I didn't Mm. like the way... They portrayed that like why what she was doing and why it was okay and then yeah. and then when I listened to the podcast and she kind of brought up some other stuff and I was like well okay maybe I miss it a
1: little bit that's the, and that's not your fault either I feel like like rose colored lenses are a thing and like to appreciate something after the fact and like maybe I didn't understand like you know ninety that's why I have to watch all of the Falcon Winter Soldier Invincible episodes and yeah. whatever it be two times over because yeah. I'll miss stuff yeah. and then I'm like oh when I catch it it makes it that much more special so yeah you're I'm like I'm like Age of Ultron objectively when we watched it wasn't good post right. WandaVision and like other factors it it gets yeah. better and so I if, just
2: rewatched it like two weeks ago and I liked it a lot more
1: yeah If this interview is the thing that lets you see this movie in a new light then great
2: yeah i I definitely, I mean, even after listening to her talk to Bree talk about it, I was like, oh, it's definitely still not my, it's not really my like type of movie. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I will say about it is it being nominated for best picture is a bit surprising to me because I don't think that the movie really like as a whole in terms of like cinematography and like style and like artistically like I don't think that it holds up to any of the other ones in the category but it is also nominated for um original screenplay I believe yeah, yeah. original screenplay and I could totally see it winning there because it is a very original story that we haven't yeah. seen before and she's also up for best director yeah um oh yeah yeah and I think it's her first time. And I think she's, that was her first movie directing.
1: She, a fun fact. I forget the director's name. I'll pull it up now as we're talking about it. But um, Emerald Fennel. Emerald Fennel. Thank you, Hannah. She is actually, to bring it back to comic books, which I can do with uh, probably all these movies. Yep. She has actually been now tapped to write a Zatanna movie, which is a DC Comics magician character. Super cool. Really. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls can fall in love with Zatanna mm-hmm. in a very fun, whimsical way. And so, like, this movie gave her a foothold into that, yeah. which is awesome.
2: I'm pretty sure she was in The Crown also um she's great i think she's really really genius i just like i said not my type of movie
1: she was in the crown as i pulled that's this I up thought. okay <laughs> that's what i thought I was like, hannah's ah. a big crown <laughs> i just fan. finished it Are,
2: um already
1: okay yeah. so i didn't see that one obviously i don't have how did you feel about carrie mulligan's performance within that and your dude Adam Brody was in it. Oh yeah, that was
2: hard. It's not easy. That was not easy to watch because uh, you know they make him kind of a creeper. Um, R.I.P. to Seth Cohen because he would never. What? Seth that? Cohen. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, she was good. She was fine. Great. She was fine. Awesome. I think. I think. Also, he- same. I don't think I've ever seen her be bad. So.
1: The way I think about her and the way I think about that movie in particular would be more like, like something like Get Out, getting the Best Picture nomination, mm-hmm. where it just kind of reinvented a genre and made a foothold for new stories to be told like that. Rose-colored lenses are a thing because uh, after getting more context into that material, uh-huh. I think that that helped overall the my, my appreciation for that film. And then it, it earned its place there. For Get Out? Yeah,
2: yeah. I the one thing I will say about Promising a Woman, which I did like, is it did kind of force. It made me k- kind of double check my biases. Like it made me kind of rethink. Like, well, am I one of those people who doesn't give the victim as much as they deserve? Like I thought. Like I kind of thought. Well, like, because basically the. I mean, I think everybody knows, but the premise of the movie is that Carrie Mulligan's best friend went to a party when they were in college and she got really, 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 really drunk and she was like sloppy, like flirting with the guys and then she ends up getting, I, they don't really give a ton of, I, I, alluding to the fact that she most essentially gets like gang raped by all these men at the party Ugh. and then she gets super depressed from that and she commits suicide and so the whole movie is Carrie Mulligan pretending to be drunk so that guys take her home because they think that she is unable to say no. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not actually drunk. And then all this stuff. But then it gets really, really, really gnarly. Like, she gets so obsessed with her revenge that it gets really gnarly at the end. <laughs> and it made me, like... It just made me rethink, like, the way I think of those situations. Like, it made me think, like, wait a second. Did I not like the movie because I was feeling bad for these guys? Like, I just, I just had to, like, make sure that I was as that I was seeing the girl the, who's not even in the story at all, that she's the one who's like well, what, what this whole thing is about. Yeah. So I do like when movies make me check myself.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I think that that's the tale, tale of a successful narrative. You know I mean? If, it, mm-hmm. if, if, if the goal was to reassess your biases, it made you do that and that's awesome. So good for you also though for knowing, you know what I mean? Like sometimes we just know we're not the target audience for a Mm-hmm. a product and like yeah if that's, I don't think I am for that one for that one and, and that's okay and you assess that but also you know, I, I think I think there's merit in understanding though like why this narrative was successful and I think you did that too which is very mm-hmm. respectable mm-hmm. okay on to the next
2: number six on to the next okay so here's the thing four five and six I put them in an order <laughs> but they're kind of interchangeable. I don't know. Like, I don't know that I feel like number six is definitely worse than five or four. Um, but I have no Medland as six. Okay. Um, because I don't know why. Actually, no. I didn't think about that. <laughs> now that I'm going to explain it. Well, okay. Uh... I was kind of bored. But it was beautiful. But I was also like, can we wrap this up? But I was also, you know, like, is anything going to happen? Oh nothing's going to happen. OK, well, you know, I thank God it's Frances McDormand because I could watch her time and time and time again and never be over it. So at least I got to do that.
1: OK, and actually, I think this is our window where we need to declare another love that we have. So it's, it's very it's been abundantly clear amongst everyone that we are Sam Rockwell fiends. Oh.
2: Yeah, I was like, wait, where are we going but
1: with this? But Hannah and I have now taken a new stance, and that is pretty much anything Frances McDormand is in is wonderful solid as gold. well. Yep. It's solid gold. Yep. We think yep. that – I don't want to put words in your mouth, so correct me if I'm wrong. Probably would not arg- I'd argue Greatest Living Actress, she's my favorite to oh, watch. yes. Yep. At least, when, you know, when it comes to legacy, when it comes to repertoire, everything she's done. And I know people are yelling in the in the comments, whatever, yelling at their iPhones as they're driving – uh, Meryl Streep. We are, we understand that Meryl Streep is an option, <laughs> and again, we say, and we
2: still are putting Francis McDormand. McDormand. Not to take away, of course, from the greatness that is Meryl Streep. We recognize that, but it's also kind of fun to have a
1: favorite, and that's why we're even doing this. So, okay, okay, wait, wait. So, what? what you what, did see? I did see, you Nomad see Land. Nomadland. Yeah, yeah. No, if I was to have a least favorite one, this would probably be where Nomadland would go.
2: But it's not that it was. It wasn't a a bad movie. Like I didn't I didn't end it thinking, Oh, that like I didn't like it. I just was like, Okay.
1: Yeah, same. Pretty same. It was pretty. It was cool. It was a very like you the directing know,
2: was beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was a very beautiful movie, and especially taking something so mundane and making it beautiful mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's a unique challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that they depicted uh, the lives of these nomads. Yep. And and I guess for the for for the people who need an explanation, it's a movie about modern nomads, you know, uh, seeking work but then living out of their cars very much. Uh, it's not like homelessness though. It's just they, no. they live in their cars and they go places and travel and like, you know, live life in different areas. They're not the most glamorous areas glamorous areas. It's not New York City. It's not like all these things. It's like, you know, Middle America and that exploration and common bond that they have with, you know, one another through this lifestyle. Yeah. So
2: I liked the way that they showed Middle America though. Very beautiful and open and yeah. full of life and character and i i liked that because you don't nothing really i don't know I don't think especially in the film like things don't take place in middle america too often and yeah yeah her working at like an amazon factory and working all these weird jobs she was doing
1: mm-hmm. um that was cool I, I like yeah and i liked it and i like for me the the crux of that narrative was like her not um it was it was like her embracing middle america and like rejecting because she had some trauma in her life and so she didn't want a a family structure she didn't want to be stagnant or still because I think that would make her reflect upon a loss that she had
2: Mm -hmm. and so
1: understanding where she's coming from through the narrative portraying that was very interesting and I think that was one of the biggest strengths of that movie
2: I mean did you feel like at the end like when they kind of show her go back to the house and like the storage unit like did you I kind of got the vibe that was like this whole film is just to show the way that she is not avoid not dealing with her grief it was like her becoming a nomad was really like an avoiding of what happened
1: yes. or
2: was that how she was coping
1: i think that's how she's coping i don't know it was it was i don't understand like i wouldn't say you and i talked about that after the movie and it was like i think that was just like there was no plot or like it didn't yeah, feel there like really there was wasn't
2: really it was just and, kind of like a story
1: and that's why it was that's why it was lulled out for us. Maybe yeah. a little too arty for us, but you yeah, know, whatever. You know, we we watched it and it's on here. So yeah, and big shout out to Chloe Zhao, who is yeah. the first Asian American yeah. woman to be nominated for Best Director, what, and she did a wonderful job. Yeah, what a triumph! Like two, uh, eight, we are looking at a year with two women as Best Director nominations. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So and and That's Best true.
2: Picture for that matter. So yeah. Um. Anyways, okay. No, and both well, really great stories in there. Both, both of them. Well, no, that's not true. *Nomadland* I think was a book because it's it's a an adapted screenplay, so it's not an original. Like, but I was saying either one of them could be. They're great stories. I guess is what I was trying to say. But now that we're doing this ranking, I'm realizing like six. That was a strong six for me. Like that definitely goes in the sixth spot okay. because I'm actually really more torn between four and five. Uh, and well, I'm even more so torn between two and
1: three. Uh, we have we there's <laughs> about three options for so basically everything after this is also number two. <laughs> um. You know, it's also easy to place their rankings when you know once the rankings are placed. So after you did you're like, I don't know about six or five or four or two and three, but I'm like, once we have a solid six, now it's you only have to 3 I'm pretty sure that
2: eight, seven, six, five and four, I feel really good about where I put them. Okay, it's well, three gonna, and two that I'm a little bit stuck well, on. What are we? On? I think are we on number five right yep, now? Yep, we're on number five, which is Minari. Wow.
1: Okay, I'm actually I'm shocked because I haven't seen the other stuff, but I did watch Minari. You did watch
2: Minari with me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because Hannah didn't want to pay full price,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and also I needed. I was like, that (laughs) you didn't either. At
1: that point, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't. And that was when you were still, yeah,
2: in your mind, you were gonna do all of them.
1: Yeah, I was gonna like crush three movies in two days. So I was
2: trying to be like resourceful and save us both a couple, an extra ten, but uh you just threw me under the bus live you're
1: welcome you're welcome i'm like like, i call it like i see it yeah hey hannah no matter what you're so better than me because i didn't even watch all these so i
2: know but you make it sound like i was cheap which i am
1: so it's okay anyways it's called living on the budget (laughs) um okay so minari here uh i oh my gosh what a great year for asian-american like the Asian American community within film, yep. because we yep. have Chloe Zhao, we yep. have um, now we have Stephen Yoon, who is oh gosh, just and, and deserves to tie, his time. And to tie back to comic books, baby, the voice of Will Grayson, Invincible, Stephen Yoon, he's having an excellent. You year. can
2: tie back to comics before that. Yeah, I know,
1: but they're both Kirkman properties, and one is modern, and one the fans should also be watching. By the time this is released, the season finale will be on Friday, so there's time to catch up. It's only seven episodes to
2: watch until. But you also. He's got comic book roots. He kind of Yeah, but I'm almost like what you
1: don't count The Walking Dead? I count it, but I'm like that's a little obvious and the other one that's currently coming out is a little less obvious and it's closer to my heart because I'm not I'm a Walking Dead guy as much as I am an Invincible guy. So. True.
2: But I also I watched the first like 5 seasons of The Walking Dead, so that's where I remembered him and loved 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 him. Loved. Actually, I think I stopped watching it when he died. I would say that's a spoiler, but that was like almost no, six was, years and ago, and so it, it's fine and it
1: broke the internet so it's old that's news. true
2: um, okay. I think that was the last time I stopped watching it but okay, so I would put I put Minari at five because i well, okay, I was not as hooked watching this as I was with the last four that I have great, meaning like when there there's a part in the middle where I'm kind of like all right, what, where are we going? Is anything going to happen? Can we kind of just end it maybe? Yeah. Like, and now I'm getting kind of sleepy. Okay, I guess I should go get some chocolate so I stay awake a little bit longer. Yeah, That's why I put it where I did. But I love how many movies are an original screenplay because there was a long period of time I felt like where movies were coming out and there were no new stories yeah. everything was something we had seen before or was a remake or an adaptation or a take on this or a twist on this and now yeah. it's like all these original stories I think you're and right and we don't see I don't want to say that these aren't out there because I'm sure they are and I just haven't done a good job at like trying to find these types of films but a story of like Asian Americans or for them like they, they were very much they had just moved here, didn't they? The parents?
1: They moved from California to...
2: To... They moved somewhere in somewhere the Midwest. Somewhere also <laughs> into the Midwest, yeah. Um, but you don't see... I Like I said, that's probably on me because I'm sure that there are a lot of those stories out there. I just haven't like spent a lot of time seeing them, but I did really enjoy like seeing a movie with like a full Asian cast and like how... Their their life I th- I thought it was great and I have to I have to say this because part of why I put it higher than Nomadland it was the grandma and yeah. and the little boy <laughs> yeah. really make the whole freaking film so good and um I'm gonna butcher the crap out of her name but the grandma whose name is Yu Yoo Jung Yoon
1: maybe you're trying your best and they can appreciate that the grandmother character in this film that's fine
2: okay she um. She's up for best supporting actress. And, and I would just die to see her win. I want I want her to win more than anything.
1: Narratively, easily my favorite character in of any of all the I don't know, of all the films I watched, my favorite supporting actress character absolutely hands mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. amazing.
2: And I went through the list of who's up for supporting actress and I and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. It yeah. has to be her." She, it has to be her.
1: She's amazing and like ugh. it's oops, that was my I pulled on the cord. Um I found <laughs> she's so endearing and like so
2: endearing it flips. and like,
1: hilarious. She flips this narrative, you know what I mean, of like ugh. long story short, I just think she was my favorite character in the film and like Me I too. love Stephen Yoon and like I I, yeah, I hope he's successful. I just don't understand why he I don't think he's going to win Best Actor. Like, I don't think so either. Based on the other things that I saw, I don't think he quite should. But, you know, that's that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I hope all the success for him, obviously. Right,
2: because I love him and I think he did great. I didn't think
1: he did a bad job no. at all. But I didn't, I don't know. But I
2: also didn't really like, like the characters in that movie in particular. I loved, like I said, I loved the grandma and I loved the little boy. And the, the parents, I didn't really like. I didn't feel connected or like I didn't resonate with them. I was kind of like can you guys work your shit out? Like I was a little bit more like, I mean, I, I believed in his dream for sure, but the like, I don't know. It just wasn't my.
1: Well, it wasn't. Uh, honest... The gram was
2: just so encompassing.
1: Want well, to know why we liked it or like we wanted to like it more is because we wanted it to be like this way more like touching family story. Yeah,
2: we had and we false wanted, expectations. We, we wanted them to it,
1: rise sure. uh, rise above the ranks, and like that isn't quite what happened. Like it isn't. You know, I didn't leave that movie feeling like so wholesome and mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um. Th- that being said, I just think that. Uh, you know like they did a great job mm-hmm. like you know again like uh, maybe that was depicting more of a reality for those people and, and yeah, and i think also too with all the n- narrative arcs i think that one was one of the most sound films i saw with every arc mm-hmm. and every character being yeah, given that's their true. due uh which yeah, is what I was agree with so that. very satisfying in that and <laughs> it also makes you question the american dream and in the in the and and I, that sounds so cliche like oh my gosh i'm a freshman in the psychology class or whatever philosophy but i'm like it it does make you question it and what what we are really seeking after and like what we stand to gain by looking at what is around us and in our own familial circumstances and i think that's what the strength Mm -hmm. is within this movie so uh
2: well what i and i really to that point what i really liked too was how they kind of they kind of show the family like and they want to be successful in like the american standard way And then and then when they show the family going to church and they show the kids that are growing up that are like the like the white kids from that area. Yeah. They're like significantly worse kids than (laughs) like these than these ones. Like they're yeah, they're insensitive and they're ignorant and they're they're and that, friendly and that's but... not to
1: say that these like i don't know like that 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 is a representation of that area you know what i mean no of no no Arkansas. no, no. Of, course. of course
2: i just think yeah. like the juxtaposition of like them chasing this dream and then those people kind of representing what they're chasing and then when you watch it objectively you're like i want, i know i like i like the other kids better yeah and then i mean <laughs> we didn't even talk about um coach boone from 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 remember the titans we were watching the movie and like
1: i i didn't even know that we poor actor we don't even know his name but he i know shoot sorry he's in it and um i uh, midway through because i knew hannah like loved this movie she was like uh i was like hannah that's the coach from freaking uh i remember the titans (laughs) which is like right up her alley and so she's like, no. And then. Uh, and I was like,
2: no way. And then as soon as you pointed it out, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so obvious the way he talks and his eyes. Like, it's totally him. It's just.
1: Actor's name is Will Patton. Will. I Patton. Yeah, so it's good. Well, it was, what a guy. It was a good I love names. that he'll
2: be at the Oscars.
1: Yeah, and it's A24. And, and I love. It. Yeah. I'm a sucker. I'm a you are. for A24. So you know, obviously. Because everything
2: was, they do is perfect. It's beautiful. And
1: they're. Look at their hurricane, like, their, yeah, their know, portfolio is. Thank you.
2: 10 out of 10. I'm like, they haven't had a bad one.
1: Uh, spring breakers is pretty bad, but that was, no. an, uh, that was an early miss. No, I tried to watch that over quarantine at the very beginning. I'm like, maybe this is better than I remember. Cause I'm like, I love a 24. Try to watch it's it.
2: Definitely not better, but it's also <laughs> like, I wouldn't call it a bad one. I just talked to Jess about it today. I,
1: actually. That's funny because I, I remember <laughs> walking away from that. And I was like, that was unwatchable. That's yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> but it's also, absolutely terrible. You know, it's a different kind of narrative that I'm not the target audience for, and that's the theme of the. <laughs> it is like maybe that's why it's not that bad. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Sprang break. Yeah, I Anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to. Okay, so Please what's do. your number four?
2: <laughs> number four: Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: Okay, that's a fair one. This is actually a unique <laughs> one because I made it through. I made it through five and a half of the Oscar noms. Uh, Judas in the Black Mass, which blew
2: my mind. It's still actually hard for me to to like fathom the fact that you started that movie and you didn't finish it because in my head it's everything you would want to see in a movie. Yeah, and like you not know, you. I meant you, very specific to you, Cameron. Yeah, I believe you, and I'm just kind of like, okay. <laughs> uh, I know I've been saying that this whole time, and you've been like, please stop. I was not. No, it's fine. I'm like, I'm, I'm. I was. I remember. I
1: just watched it. and I started it. and It was on HBO Max for free, and everyone's like, oh, it's so hype, and you know, it's not Spike Lee. But but it's kind of the modern spike lee and i'm like mm-hmm. okay i should really like this i love daniel kaluuya lee, lakeith stanfield their powerhouses i thought daniel kaluuya is just kind of chameleoned into into the role that he was playing And i was like oh you're so cool because like, it's it, you look at get out you look at that you look at uh black panther those are three very different performances mm-hmm. and so to just kind of see and those are off the top of my head the body of work i'm sure he has way more mm-hmm. expansive of a library but um I was very impressed by him, and uh, that's about as much as I have to say, but I just wasn't – I wasn't paying attention when I was watching it, and that's not fair to the movie. So then I stopped, and then it only had, like, one more day left on HBO Max, and I was like, nah, I won't watch it. And then the next day – the day it was off HBO Max, it was like, okay, here's the Best Picture noms, and Judas and the Black Messiah is one of them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I really loved it. I thought it was cool. Um, I think that the only thing, to be honest – Well, actually, I wasn't super familiar with the story, um, so it was it was it was cool to like have more insight to it, um, but the only thing that I think is like really worth talking about, if I'm being honest, is the acting. Great was like because I I got I I took that in at least for the yeah I don't yeah it was really 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 good, and I don't I think that he has been. I think he was really good in get out and then everything else i think he was like good okay and then in this one i was like what the fuck
1: like he was next level or- yeah okay i, was, I like- was
2: like you've been hiding that skill <laughs> well you know some roles but call for more i know than others, and that, yeah. that role very much did and he like freaking home-runned the crap out of it awesome it was so good and then was it Lakeith? What? What's his last name? Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, like both of them, just phenomenal, and them together. I mean, it was like, yeah, the acting was perfect. If I was perfect, perfect, perfect
1: for the fans. Okay, obviously to tie back to comics, I think Daniel Kaluuya could make a wonderful. Uh, he's made. Uh, he, oh my gosh, he's he's in Black Panther. We know that. Yep, I forget his name though. But in uh, I. Like Keith Stanfield in my head would be the perfect Professor X for the X Men. That's just me like oh, wishing something into yeah. existence, but you know, whatever it be. That'd be cool. So um, yeah, I like I liked it. I literally my only note for that movie just says Daniel LeCou- uh, Kaluuya and lakeith Stanfield. So
2: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much yeah, that's.
1: And so you're still confident in that rating for solo Yeah, I am very confident. Yes. Okay, great. Am I in that place? Okay, I just Yeah, sure. because
2: again. The reason the reason it's the reason it's above Minari is, um, really just that I, I was like really I was really into the whole film. Like I, there was never a moment where I was like, kind of bored or like yeah. it didn't slow down. And I, I like the whole thing. I was really, it was really like, entrancing. So. That's why it's higher.
1: You have a very respectable scale. I don't want to make that clear. Um, um, so much. Okay, so next. Oh, this is
2: where it gets really top, tough. We're in top three territory now. We're in top three.
1: So, what are your top three? There's okay. only three options. So.
2: Okay, so my list as of right now that I wrote last night. Oh my gosh. I have the father at number three. Okay however
1: however upon
2: all day of thinking okay well it might be number two
1: okay well then what's your number three i'm like they're not gonna take a vote
2: (laughs) i know i just want it to be known that i'm really conflicted here and i don't necessarily think one is better or worse than the other um but Trial of the Chicago 7 is number three. I am shocked. I know. I am absolutely That being said, shocked. I haven't watched that movie for probably six, five, four months.
1: Is this... Okay, you said you found only one of these movies rewatchable. That, so Trial of the Chicago 7 is not the one that's rewatchable?
2: Mm, okay, two are rewatchable. Trial oh. of the Chicago 7 is one of them. Okay, Okay, you know what? That's completely not true because you could totally watch Judas and the Black Messiah twice. I could. Because you couldn't even watch it the first time. But I feel like if, if it was on again, I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll watch it again. Sure. I am having a I hard think... time following you right now.
1: <laughs> you can see yeah, everyone can like just hear the the we're all processing it with her. You know, and and no matter what, like, hey, I think that anyone here, anyone who wants to critique you right now, it's like they better have already seen all of the Oscar noms. You can
2: critique me. It's okay Because if
1: they didn't and they have an opinion on your ranking, I'm like, (laughs) she got through them.
2: Okay, no, let's just I'm just going to like commit. Number three, Trial of the Chicago 7. However, it's a fucking perfect film. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to say the F word.
1: You've already said it once. I did?
2: Yes. Shoot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh oh! now we're going back I don't know if, if my kids who are listening to this heard but she said shoot and I don't know if you recall any of your going over the plot of province young woman that might as well have been a cuss word <laughs> I mean the whole the whole plot gang rape okay <laughs> shoot Hannah you should not it's alright this episode's getting the explicit tag anyways no thanks to you
2: I really cleaned it up since our first one and then I just got really bad right now um <laughs> Okay, Trial of Chicago 7 is one of Cameron's favorite movies. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, and, and,
1: and for the fans that may have already listened to our Best of the Year episode, this is my number one of any yeah. of these movies.
2: Yeah, which, yeah, I knew that. I knew that was going to stay your number one. Yeah, well. I, I mean, uh, from what you – and the, I, because anything that you hadn't seen, I didn't imagine that it would become – uh, your one, number yeah. one so I feel like I always knew that this was going to be your number one I don't have anything bad to say about it no. and there's no reason for it to be ranked at number three if I'm being that's, honest but that's
1: y- yes yes because you saw two movies that you liked more that is a good enough reason know, for this but one to be loved, number
2: three I uh, loved love 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 loved Chicago 7 I loved the acting I loved the story the cast was so freaking phenomenal like so phenomenal mm-hmm. and they all did such a good job yeah and like oh, it was great cool i could rave about it you know which is why i'm having it hurts me it's okay to well you it li- you're gonna
1: go talk honestly also you and i have went have gone at length about this movie i think for me true. we talked about it kind of the way i think about this movie is kind of just like the way i think about run the jewels four. timely yeah it was just so timely it was so perfect uh, all-star cast uh it hit you it was such a product of the year that it came yeah, out that's true um and those things are not to be overlooked. I think that Aaron Sorkin is just royalty, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, like, he already has a bunch of Oscars, and so he deserves more. Uh, it, this is just wonderful. And so I think that this definitely my number one.
2: Yeah. I Yeah. And, that, and you're not wrong. I'm sorry. I was just trying to look up because I'm spacing on what his – the last – Jeremy Strong is in Succession, and he is also in this movie – and a lot of people, I think he's starting to become more well known um, because he's he's been in a few movies. But I love I love seeing him on screen.
1: Great, absolutely love it. <laughs> I don't know who Jeremy Strong is, but cool. He's
2: the guy who plays the other hippie with Sasha Baron Cohen.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, and that's why that's my number one actor in yeah. these. This series we're doing, number one actor, best actor nomination. My min- is he
2: is he nominated for best actor? I,
1: it's either that mm-hmm. or best supporting, and he should win both because it's an ensemble cast. But
2: uh, he is not up for best actor.
1: Is he best supporting
2: then? It's gonna it's gonna do that buzzing thing if I pull my phone out again. Yeah, I
1: I got it on my iPad. Okay. If you're hearing buzzing, on the, it
2: was like my phone was. That's why
1: I realized. Well, that happened the other day too. So don't don't worry about it it's, okay. it happens all the time okay um, uh okay
2: so should we just go to number two
1: yeah i think i know what it is
2: oh surprise surprise it's and then the i father. think i know what your number one is
1: <laughs> okay the father is your number two okay this is one i didn't see um i watched so, it last night so t- it's fresh yeah tell me about it
2: oh my gosh just unexpected twist and turn out every every scene i also i think you know when you tend when you go into a movie with like relatively zero expectations because it didn't look that I hadn't even heard of it until like until this came out. I didn't even know this movie existed. I haven't given Anthony Hopkins a chance to redeem himself because I was so scarred from silence of the lambs when I was a kid. So I had and Olivia Coleman's great because she plays the queen you, and the crown. <laughs> so and obviously that affects this score. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw her and I thought, Oh, Okay. But I was really putting it off because I, like, I just have no interest in watching. It. I feel like I had to get into it. And then I put it on and I was like, what in the actual F is going on? Yeah. Like this whole time, I had no idea. I was like, well, who's that? Who What's that? Was he crazy or she crazy? Is she a villain? No, she can't be a villain. Well, then he's the villain. Well, no, there's no villain. Well, maybe they're all villains. Like that was yeah, the whole, the whole movie. And then it was also, like, the directing, I would say, I think that that director's name is Flor- Florian Zeller, and I think he got mad snubbed because he was not nominated for Best Director, and he 100% deserved to have been. Wow, okay. It was great. The directing was so, I, I loved it. Yeah. And then the movie, it just, like, when everything comes together, it's so, so sad. Wow. <laughs> So sad. That's so funny. And it makes you think about life in a very like, ah man, we're all gonna get old type of way. Yeah. Which we all know. But it sucks.
1: Well, yeah, okay. Well, you seem you sound really affected. And you you were like, wow. I remember you were coming to me in the last couple days because I was like, Don't tell me rating, don't tell me rating. And you're like, mm, da, 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 da. like, ooh, this one's actually really good. I'm surprised by this one, da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, like, cool, but don't tell me your rating. I and I'm so surprised to hear this one so high up, but it's yeah. like a pleasant surprise. And I think that this one has also been like a sleeper
2: hit. Oh, totally, totally, totally on yes. like
1: the whole, everyone's yeah radar. Because it, it was like, I guess it was like you know tragic, but also psychological thriller. And it's like, wait, what? Like, how do those balance out? It's yeah, kind-
2: you don't know if you're scared or if you're sad or if you're both.
1: Yeah, if it wins, I'll be be really kicking myself that I didn't see it. Because I think this this is one of those contenders that's like...
2: Oh, yeah, I really... It was so... It was done. It was just done so well. Like, Mm -hmm. the tone of the movie was so good. And the acting was great. And I also... There's an actor in it who... Oh, gosh. Why did I even bring him up? Because I don't know his name, so I'm going to make you look it up. But he is in The Holiday, but better known from the Heath Ledger classic, A Knight's Tale, and he is in this movie, and I really love him in every role. He's like one of those like really, really like you. Everybody kind of knows his face, but nobody knows any idea who he is. And I loved him, and I was so happy to see him in the film.
1: Uh, but Mark Gaddis, uh, Rufus Sewell,
2: Rufus Sewell. That's yeah, the he was in Night's Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, I I also kind of thought so. I had seen that um Anthony Hopkins was was nominated for Best Actor, and I was like yeah that's cool. like cool he's always like yeah he's when is he ever bad like kind of the same thing like a Gary Olden thing where I thought like he's gonna be good because he's just always good but, but like but also let's not take that for granted no I know I just I guess I I knew, based off of the type of movie, it wasn't based off of the cast. I thought, okay, the acting is going to be really great, but I was not prepared for the performance that Anthony Hopkins gave. It was so freaking good. Awesome. That's great It was so good. I was like, oh my God.
1: And to tie that into comic books, he plays Odin, Thor's dad.
2: Yep. Which is the only time I've been able to watch him and not think of Sides of the Lambs because he's not super noticeable in that movie
1: okay so and now hannah your number one dun, dun, dun. movie and i have a couple i've probably had two or three more you've questions. seen this one i know okay. I, I, <laughs> there's only one we haven't talked about so <laughs> hannah's gonna come into the back pocket and just be like number one avengers endgame <laughs> and i'm like oh and i'm like that wasn't an option but okay <laughs> um, yeah. so your uh Number one movie, Sound of Metal.
2: Yeah, hold on really quickly about The Father. If it doesn't win Best Picture, but it wins Adapted Screenplay, I would be just as happy. Okay, well. That's it. They're
1: glad to know that you'd be just as happy.
2: (laughs) This is about me. They're like, okay, like, oh, Best...
1: They're like, oh, we didn't win Best Picture, but we won Best Adapted Screenplay. looks at Hannah, and Hannah just nods and (laughs) gives a thumbs up.
2: Yep, my finger gun, maybe. She's like, it's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for those that didn't just see, Hannah shot me with a finger gun.
2: In case he didn't know what a finger gun was, I'm when like, I said
1: it. Someone's pro two A. I get <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so uh, okay, Sound of Metal. Ugh. Ugh. How how are we feeling? I'm sure the audience is starting to realize that I I watched a lot of the ones that were just accessible to me. Like No Bad Lion was on Hulu. The uh, half of Judas and the Black Messiah <laughs> was on HBO Max. Uh, Sound of Metal's on Prime. Like I this yep. is and then there's a, Trial of Chicago 7 was on Netflix. Like i was trying to catch them, but.
2: And I have been consistently surprised that sound of metal wasn't higher on your list because oh gosh it was perfect.
1: really that's yeah okay so let's let's dive into that. So uh <laughs> two two actors that I really love that were in this number one oh well, there's the main two Ritz Ahmed and Olivia Cook.
2: Mm-hmm. I really hope that he wins best actor
1: really okay
2: but if it went to Anthony Hopkins, also okay by me.
1: What if it goes to, like, a dark horse? Like, I don't know. I don't know who, who else is nominated. Uh, Steven Yoon, You're still okay? Ah, yeah,
2: he's cute. It's fine. She shrugged.
1: <laughs> what, Daniel Kaluuya? Is he best actor nom? I don't think he Must he's, be. I think
2: he's best. I don't think Supporting? he is.
1: Supporting? Is Keith Stanfield the... I don't
2: know. No, none so, of them are. Ritz but Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman is.
1: One of... Oh, for Ma Rainey's black Bottom. Yep. Um. Okay, so how are we feeling about Ritz Ahmed and, and his performance? And, like, I think this movie is very specific to, like... Uh, it, it, it's it's a niche film. I think that it's very much... Uh, is this a twenty four?
2: No, I uh, don't think so.
1: It feels... It, it gives me that vibe. Yeah. Um, it's... Okay, so for for those who want to know, the writers, and this is what stuck out to me and it made so much more sense or at least story, story credit yep. is Derek C. in France. Yep. He is... The, he's done Blue Valentine. He did Place Beyond the Pines. And so then watching the movie, seeing his name on the credits as story... story Makes so
2: much sense. I was
1: like, oh, this definitely it all clicks for me mm-hmm. but this isn't my favorite movie he did i think if i was to rank them i think this might be number 2 cuz place beyond the pines is number 1 so no i mean of the oscar noms i think this is oh, number 2 oh, oh sorry cuz i think of feet and sound editing i think narratively it, it's the classic like we want to be together so much but we're so we, we we shouldn't be together and i don't i don't I'm, I'm sorry if that's a spoiler but you've been warned and actually we've done a great job dodging spoilers mm-hmm, but that's true they're like they realize except they for the spoiler leave. I gave
2: about Glenn getting That's, killed no. off <laughs> no, it's six kidding. years old. Um, so, OK, but I don't think that that is the whole film. OK, well, then which then is get, why I like it so much. Lay, lay, lay it on me. Is there's it's so it's so complex and the there's so many moments and so many different storylines that that but they're all really beautiful and they're all super tragic but they're not tragic in the way where it ends and you're like it's not like blue valentine where it doesn't end and i'm like depressed for two weeks afterwards it ended and you're really like like he found his peace and he found his stillness even as he was like Doing everything he could to fight it to find what he thought would be his peace and what he thought would be his stillness. And then it turns out that just like fully being accepting of like his situation and who he is now and like the growth of him and the girl, it's like that was his. And the, the guy, the uh, is he's up for best supporting actor, the um, the father, no, the coach, the like deaf, like the, the um, yeah, Paul, he
1: Paul Ra- R- Racy. I think that's it's yeah. RACI that's how it's spelled. On that yeah.
2: Name. Um how he had always said like you have to find your stillness and your peace and like he he was you know and like the way that they look at um the way that people look at other people in the deaf community trying to get their hearing fixed how they don't they don't look highly upon that that they they don't want you to look at your deafness as a handicap they don't want you to look at it as a flaw or as something that needs to be fixed they want you to like accept it fully and he's so like resistant towards that and then you find out like this whole story of addiction and how that plays into it. it it i just i can't even i cannot say more wonderful things about it and i like when a movie is like i like when it's sad not sad because i didn't think it was sad i like but i like when you look at it, you're like it was heartbreaking yeah but it was so beautifully done and you leave feeling just like like very sentimental and very like not like like i said not like blue valentine so i was i never i never was depressed but i was definitely like crying and i and i was definitely like you know heartbroken for their characters but they're they're not heartbroken yeah but they are but they're
1: uh, yeah, no, I'd i have to agree. Like, I think, I think the way you put it, I couldn't put it better than that. Um, because they're, they, they do find their piece. And I think that the, the idea of community that is portrayed through this film is also incredibly impressive mm-hmm. you know? it, that that is a feat within itself. And so, um, I, I wouldn't want to overlook that. Yeah. Um, Olivia cook was so great. And like, you know, the entire, all of the people in the deaf community were, were, was amazing and so I, I, I really appreciated that and um I wanted to make that abundantly clear. Yeah. So, okay, well Hannah, oh, last two questions. Um Number one, what do you mm-hmm. think is going to win? Which one do you think of these is going to I think an easy choice would be Travel the Chicago 7 just because it's you know, a star-studded cast, Aaron Sorkin, that's easy, easy to put, put in. What do you think it do you think it's the father? Do you think there's a dark horse in there that's going to win? I
2: think I don't think Trial of the Chicago Seven will win.
1: I want it to win. But I do know. too.
2: Not as bad as I want Sound of Metal to win. I don't think it, I don't think Sound of Metal will either. Um I think that Nomadland is probably if I had to go off of what I've read and what I've seen and what I know tends to win best picture. Like I know what like the um Yeah. Who is it that decides? Hollywood Foreign Press? Is that who does the cat. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking of. Uh, You're not, I don't think. I I think they do like the Golden Globes or something like that. You're not far off. Um, I don't, I think that what they tend to pick is like nomad-esque movies. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I think think it's going to be Minari. But I was going to say, due to today's political climate, I could see them going with a movie that's going to be more, not appropriate, but fitting maybe? socially so yeah 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 socially but, all,
1: but also if you look at their history that hasn't been the case and no so, i know
2: but that's what i'm like maybe they're trying to do some course yeah. correction yep um but not that not to. i mean again i don't think that any of these like to what we were saying about how last year's were better picks i yes i enjoyed the movie's last year better but i don't think that that makes makes any of these movies bad or not deserving of being there of course so i think that i would say there's probably gonna be nomad land however i could definitely see the father coming in and doing like a little anthony hopkins is like taking everybody by storm and kind of being like oh yeah because that was a really good
1: movie what if they said la la land just like that one year oh Oh, brutal when it was was moonlight entirely different tone change of the evening that was hard to watch oh my gosh oh my gosh Um, (laughs) uh, okay so then my last question would be uh, do you have any uh, movies that you think were snapped this year because I have one that I must mention
2: no and I was trying to think that because you told me that that was going to be an option or like that was a question you were going to ask me and I couldn't think of anything that I had seen that I thought deserved to be there I mean I'd seen good movies that have come out in 2020 but nothing that I was like more deserving
1: my number one is Devil All the Time, and I think that movie was absolutely excellent. Robert Pattinson, like, that didn't get nominated for any. I'm, like, not a, a best actor, not a supporting. I'm, like, why didn't Robert Pattinson not get nominated for best supporting is above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. Um, narratively, it's, and it's it's based on a book, but narratively, it's so beautiful, so mesmerizing and terrifying at the same time. Um Love it. Love loved that movie. Tom Holland just showing us again and again that he's like, yes, he's our Spider-Man. But, he but he's also, more than Spider-Man.
0: He has chops,
1: man. And that's what Ritz Ahmed did for me in this movie. Which he just showed What us did
2: you know him from before?
1: Venom. So <laughs> tie uh, it back to comics. Oh,
2: <laughs> okay. Because I hadn't seen him in anything. I didn't know. I think he's been. He like, looked familiar because he's, he's in one of those HBO shows, but I didn't ever watch it.
1: Yeah, he was in Venom. And he was like the bad guy in okay. Venom. And that wasn't very there memorable. There we go. That but, makes sense then. But, like, again, like, I'm I'm glad we have an opportunity for him like this where it just yeah. shows. And I and I think that was always the talk about him. It's like, oh, man, he's a big deal. And I'm like, oh, I just now I see why he's a big deal. And I'm, right. I am I applaud. I applaud everyone who everyone's performances in these mm-hmm. movies. So mm-hmm. whether or not I saw them. Uh, so
2: I think that I I made it through 10 minutes of Devil all the time.
1: You really did? Oh,
2: my gosh. Because it was so creepy.
1: That's so dark. And that's not you. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh well, okay, Hannah. Um, I'm. That's those are my last two questions. Um, thank you so much for coming on this. Cameron Thanks Reads for Comics having
2: me, and let me talk about annual Oscar yeah. pictures on your comic book podcast. Maybe one day. Yeah, no. Appreciate this,
1: it. This is a freaking pop culture pop podcast, and everyone knows because I'm like, it's. I feel like I'm even phasing out of do. It helps my life too to not just do solely comic stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm doing uh, a, a bunch of stuff. Like I, I'm taking the pop culture content, and I, I love it, but it's also comics are at the core and we're always going to have a place to talk about that but that's why we sprinkle in these annuals where we can mm-hmm. talk about outside stuff that's why we do best of the year because there's a lot of content we take in the year and so this is 2020 uh anyways thank you hannah oh maybe tenant but i didn't see it either first yeah i didn't see it my chris nolan you're doing great buddy like proud of you
2: yeah but i didn't hear that many good things about it so i, I feel know. like
1: it's one of those ones well not a lot of people saw it
2: like yeah Anyway, sorry. That was a
1: terrible, <laughs> terrible note. By the way, like this movie existed this year and I didn't even mention yeah. it. Um, okay. So Hannah, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the Cameron's Comics podcast. We will see you next time. You're actually going to be on this You'll be Wednesday. On soon. Yeah. You're going to be on this Wednesday for yep. uh, Falcon and Soldier series review. Make sure to tune in and check that out. We will talk to you guys Jesse later. Jesse will be here still too. Jesse will be there too. Yeah. yeah it's not just me. First, first just episode. Just wanted everybody
2: to know, hey, Jesse
1: will be back. Three listeners. So it'll be fun. Anyways, Sayonara. Bye.